everyone, and welcome back to What Do We Know Football Podcast. We're all about to get on here and talk about which players we're most excited to see come off of their rookie seasons. So y'all like, subscribe, and let us know who you're excited about in the comments below. Y'all enjoy. Because, I mean, I, I'm just a running back guy. You know, I love that yeah, position and watch them play, man. And I love that, man. He's got so much potential behind him. And- <laughs> yeah, we don't need tight ends, linemen. Defense, get all of that out of here. You <laughs> 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 um, can be a new head coach and a new system. That's a, a big body receiver that I think yeah. can, can do some damage if he's put in the right place. Yes. You yep. come into that defensive lineup as a rookie and lead the team in sacks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Watch out. Yeah, man, I want to start this off. We're going to talk about year two players right now, dog. And as y'all can see, mm-hmm. I have my Colts gear on because <laughs> y'all kind of shut me down in the last episode with one of my players to watch for year two. And y'all were like, I was like, this is a player to watch. I'm excited for him. Y'all are like, he was a rookie. He was a rookie. We'll, said, do, well, an, we'll do an episode on man. him. Last episode was more of a free agents topic type thing. Yeah, but I, we were, we were uh, what yeah. I had in mind. So, you know, yeah. time, time constrictions there. Bro. I was just thinking Go with the players to watch for next year. And he was on my, he was on my <laughs> list of players to watch for next year, which was with the episode. And now we're in year two players like, who are the rookies out there that we think are coming back big and strong? And I'm going to stick right to him. That's why I'm in my Colts gear. I'm going Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. I think he's coming back big. He's coming back strong. He's coming back scary. Marlon Mack got re-signed, but he's going to sit on the bench. Jonathan Taylor is like, <laughs> it to win it, man. This is, this, is the next, this is the next Marshall Falk, the next Edron James. Now it's Jonathan Taylor. Like, I hope so. He's here. Yeah. I agree there. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is on my list too because I mean I, I'm just a running back guy. You know I love that yeah, position and watch them play, man. And I love that man. He's got so much potential behind him and coming in. Like you said, I don't think Carson Wentz is gonna do much, but I well, do think he will help the running game for as long as he's healthy, just because they're able to do that read option now yes. in Indianapolis, which they've Excited never had to before, you know? Next and there were a lot, a lot of people back there to do it. I have yeah. actually, and this is why I'm big on Jonathan Taylor right now, because he did tear the combine pro days apart all last year, comes into the NFL, tears it apart as a running back. And oh, yes. we talked about T.Y. Hilton maybe not coming back. And when T.Y. Hilton re-signed and said, <laughs> I feel like I need to finish what I started – it gave me some hope in the Colts to see that a veteran wide receiver like that's coming back to help Wentz. Wentz is yeah. in Frank Wright's system, and I think T.Y. Hilton sees something in this young team, and I think it's going to be ran behind Jonathan Taylor, and Carson Wentz won't have to put in the same kind of beating Andrew Luck did because he has yeah. Jonathan Taylor. With, and uh, I think Jonathan Taylor's going to be a big deal. Like when did T.Y. Hilton resign? I missed Friday. That. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. He signed a one-year deal. He said he turned down um, – a Ravens offer. Or which Thursday. Is, it was Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Ravens Yeah, he turned offer. down. He wow. turned, turned down, down multiple <laughs> Ravens. They said multiple bigger offers, including the Ravens, was his biggest. And he turned them all down to go back to the Colts and said, I feel I need to finish what I started. And hmm. I think that's kind of when Jason Witten came back to the Cowboys. He feels like there's something there in Indianapolis yeah. that – Just wants to get one more shot off. before he goes, yeah. you know? Yeah. So Jonathan yeah. Taylor, man, that's my guy right there. I love it. I can't wait to see him. I don't think any other number two running back compared to him. Yeah, and y'all got a good run line, too. I mean, he's just going right. to go better behind there. Like, y'all's defense is making great plays, too. It's exciting to see him. I think the Colts, fun. I think the Colts are fun uh, I think the Colts are an up-and-coming team, for sure. I agree with Carson Jonathan Wentz Taylor, for sure, because of how well he did and – I mean, they were running back by committee for a little while, you know, before they were actually just kind of gave him the reins and let him take over. Yeah. You know, he, he he wasn't their starting running back, so say, until they were just finally like, all right, man, well, you take the ball. Yeah, when go. Marlon Mack went down, they didn't really have much of a choice. Um, 
And yeah, he just showed out. And next year, Marlon Mack's not going to be on top of him again. They're going to start out with Jonathan Taylor. He's yeah. going to be, he's the next oh, big running back in Indianapolis. They better, man. I mean, like, if they don't, that's just, that's a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a mistake. You are, yeah. Yeah. They have three great running backs. I think that if you make Jonathan Taylor that starter, then Marlon Mack doesn't be as injury prone as he used to be because he's not right. like a majority of comes in He's a good back plays. back there. I mean, with him and Naeem Himes being a breather for Jonathan Taylor, I think that'd be excellent, you know? Weapons yeah. are awesome. All being <laughs> led by year two running back, Jonathan Taylor. Let's go. Indianapolis and Carson Wentz. Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> and Carson Wentz, yeah. <laughs> On the way. Y'all got any other running backs on this list? Oh, Y'all I, I do. I have two. I know there's other year two. two running backs. That I have two. I have two. Um, I've got I've got Clyde Edwards-Elair on my I want to hear Max two. Nice. That's not, well, dude, we'll jump into the Clyde Edwards-Elair first because that's not the one of mine either. I thought okay, about see? it, but I figured he'd be uh, Gabe's, honestly. Well, I mean, yeah, he's definitely on mine. He's the only one. He's the only one I have on my list, and 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 the reason he's on my list, he's the only running back I have on my list. Hmm. The reason he's on my list is because I want to see you, you. The Chiefs are, are are revamping that that offensive line. I'm sure they're going to attempt to draft offensive line as well. I want to see if they they kind of push a little bit more of a run game after seeing that pass game get so exposed. Yeah. Well, I didn't put. Clyde Edwards Hilaire on my list because of the Chiefs system, he fits great in their system. But the Chiefs were like trying to do more and just let him slide away, yeah, because he had such a great start to the season, but he didn't have as good a year as people think he actually had because Kansas City quit using him. Well, that's what I'm saying. I feel like he might be a running back that turns into that at Kansas City, which is sad because I think he's got great potential. But, but that's going what I, off well, that's... of what you said and being in agreement with Ben is, like, everything you said is true, but how did they lose the Super Bowl? They couldn't run, man. Yeah, so this run. year, they have to see that. And this year, they're going to have to come out with a different scheme and learn how to use Clyde, Clyde Edwards Lair better, especially if they still have Le'Veon Bell back there, I believe, huh? They yeah. will use the two of but them correctly, Andy and that Reed makes it that. exciting if he wants to win another Super well, Bowl. That's what I'm saying. He's, if he's Andy Reid wants to pride, win games. He's never swallowed his pride before. He lost He lost with the Eagles for forever he, like because of his scheme that okay. he refused to change it, and then he got well, the perfect scheme but, in Kansas But he, he's won, and he knows he has a QB he can keep winning for him. He just has to give him a little bit more help. Like this I think at this he's time, on my list. There's a I lot think at this time, it's not, not going to be as much water on his pride. It's a bunch of variables. It's going to be him just trying to think of another genius way to open yeah, up. Yeah, he is a genius. He is a genius. Yeah, you know? but he's a prideful genius. Yeah. but you can't. And that you can take Bella, in Belichick is a prideful after. genius too. Like those guys are animals. For that's sure. it, Josh. That's you just said it, and that's why I'm I'm curious to watch uh, Clyde Edwards-Helaire next year. And the Chiefs as a whole, because there are a lot of variables. Can he be great? Because he started off so great. He started off amazing. Oh, he blew me away when he started off like way better than I expected. When, him. Yeah, yes. he came out. He, he came out the gate strong. Yeah. And when and when the defense has to worry strong. about that pass game, that run game opens up, which is why they yeah. lost the football game. Uh, I would, I would have – I can't believe that the they Super didn't Bowl. use him in the Super Bowl. Like they used Levy and <laughs> oh, Bell the whole time. Oh, that's what you were trying – I didn't – I, I know. Man. I got – y'all can hear I got a lot of kids just running around and apparently they don't know we're recording, although they know I'm recording. <laughs> yeah. That's that dad life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit, huh? <laughs> Old people stuff. Yeah, dad. Dad <laughs> life. Dad life right there. All right. That's great. <laughs> Staying on running backs, though, um, man, J.K. Dobbins is one for me. With Mark Ingram going out and him he's, coming in. Taking, uh, I just, taking the, the workload there. I don't know for certain if they kept Gus Edwards or not. but uh, uh, I think so. I think they I, did. Yeah. I, say I believe they did. And that for him being back there, splitting backs with J.K. Dobbins like he did with Mark Ingram when Ingram was running his days back there, I think well, Dobbins has potential and the style. That's just fits in great. I think he's about to come I out agree. and have a beast of a second year for Baltimore. I feel that he Dobbins killed it in that pass game for them, too. Man. 
He's exactly like he was. He helped out tremendously in the past game. Yeah. He helped open the big plays again, like Ingram used to three years ago for them when they first got him. You know, back he runs prime, like, like Ingram did when he was young, except he seems more experienced than that already. J.K. Dobbins was well, one of my favorite ones in that. Jonathan Taylor was my favorite, and I loved Elaire. Yeah. But J.K. Dobbins was one of my my more intriguing one uh, running backs in that draft class, and uh, that's that's the way the Ravens use him is the way the Chiefs need to treat someone like Hilaire. They need to uh, – when the offense has to worry about him, then, then Lamar Jackson can do his thing. You have to make you know? him a threat with your QB. I mean, when the defense has to worry yeah. about him. Exactly. You know, every single play in Baltimore, they're worried about who's about to come out of that ball. And right. Kansas, yeah, they're not worried right. about Clyde was there, Hilaire getting the ball, yet they're still worried about Mahomes doing something on his feet. You know, he still has an ability to where they can go to something of that scheme. Yeah, and right. be able to pull that double up, you know. Yeah, you you right. know when you're playing the Chiefs, the the defense is drawn around Patrick Mahomes. When they're playing the Ravens, and I don't think the Ravens are as good of a football team, but the defense still has a lot more to plan for. The Ravens could be as good of a football team. They got the talent. The, they just the defense is, uh, is a little better than the Chiefs, though. I mean, that's an all-around yeah, football uh, team yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, that's true. Much better. Um, the thing that they lack is the big boy to to get the ball in the end zone. They don't. Right. They 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 have they a couple have more a pieces they need to find. They have a couple more pieces out. they need to find and get together. But they, the they, defense they, has they a lot more to worry about. They Mark do have Andrews Mark Andrews. isn't as rough and tough yeah. though. Like yeah, they, he's they know that they know that far more finesse. Even yeah, though Kelsey's true. finesse, Kelsey's still turn his shoulders, box you out, take the ball. But that is, Ravens is offense is kind of just becoming that finesse, <laughs> is, is what they're doing. They're all but, speed, scat, right. moving around. But imagine if they had a chase Claypool on the outside for them to have to worry Yeah, they about. need but another element Brown for you to worry yeah, about. Yeah, I agree. Slide. Yeah, it, it, it would make the, it would, it would amp their game. But right. to get uh, back on topic, uh, what is the other running back on this list, Matt? Because I'm curious. Yeah, the other running back, DeAndre Swift. It is DeAndre Swift. It is the same. Was one of yeah. one of my favorite running backs going into the draft. Um, the previous draft, of course. Yeah, one of my favorite running backs going into the draft lands on one of my favorite teams. Honestly, even though they suck, and <laughs> always I always love the Lions. Die. And I hated that he went there. Yeah. Because, yeah, exactly. We're all here is going to die. But I think having Jared Goff back there now, like they're going to have to change their, from their style of play a little bit and maybe yeah, go back true. into that play action, focus on the run, and have to get an offensive line back there right. to help that. And that makes me excited for De- DeAndre Swift because I feel like you might see a little bit of. Barry Sanders, Detroit, where it's just right. like I rely say, well, on him well, now, it's put time, the ball right? in his hands and let that yep. quick elusive back just scatter his way through, you know? Time yeah, to go it's back time. To over, our, over our time period, we have now seen running back, receiver, quarterback. We go back to running back again now in Detroit. Right. You can only have one great one at a time. That's mm-hmm. it. We lost the QB now. Okay, running back is had the running back, back, had the receiver, had the QB, running back again, baby. Lifestyle. Yeah, we don't need tight ends, linemen, defense. Get all of that out of here. (laughs) You 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 those are big glory players, but You can't not like the Lions, man. You always have to pull for them because they've been an underdog their entire life. But when you're watching the draft or the free agents, you never want to see your player you go. Like go there. No, <laughs> no. You're like, oh, oh, man. Oh. I mean, at least I'm going to pull for you, you know, but. You're not going to do anything. <laughs> I'm going to pray that you go to someone else when your rookie yeah. contract is. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get you start, you know. <laughs> right. No, the DeAndre Swift is going to be a fun one to watch, though. I agree with you there. It'll be fun to watch because he is the Lions' offense now. Well, yeah, he, they'll have that interesting with Goff coming in, and I think that'll help him out a lot, exactly. just like Wentz will help out yeah. Jonathan Taylor. He's a very versatile player, man. He He's very fun to watch. Um, I, I like, man, we've we've been on so many running backs. Uh, but, They're great. Huh? They're great. They are That's great. Running backs and are the most one fun. that 
one that I think, you know, didn't start well at all. Um, man, I didn't even have to, plans to talk on him, but we were on running backs and it's just feeling good. Uh, I think he didn't start well at all, but he ended like he, a monster. And that's Cam Akers. Since we're yeah. talking about golf and Detroit with Swift. What's going with Antonio he Gibson did, here? No, man. Cam, Antonio Gibson, too. He but did Cam, too. Akers, Cam Akers had games where, man, he looked like Derrick Henry. Yeah. He was averaging like 13.4 yards a carry at one point. It was He's a little bowling ball kind dude. of. It's fun to watch. And he wasn't – he didn't have that kickoff in the season. But then he had the injury – he came back from it. He was, like, kind of taking snaps. And then one game, they just, like, let him have the reins. And it was against the Patriots. And he just annihilated them. Just kept going on. he ended the season like that. And I'm wondering now, with Stafford coming in, and I feel that you're really going to have to worry about the Rams' pass game now with the receivers that they have and now the quarterback that they Matthew have. Stafford. Is that going to open up Cam Akers in a year or two to be able to – Come explode. out because they explode, man. Become I a Derrick Henry style running back. Yeah. I hope so, but I would still like to see the Rams get another back there. Like I like Cam Akers, but I don't think he's your go-to every down back. You know, I, I think don't. he, he well, needs no, they do. cerebral, cerebral. They I don't do think he can handle twenty-two carries, uh, twenty-two carries a game like Derrick Henry. I don't think he. They can. have and there's, uh, there's who few they have back can, there. But That's it. No, they they do have other backs, but. Yeah, I can't um, think of names either. Malcolm oh. Brown went somewhere else, and I think they still have De- uh, D'Angelo Henderson Jr. D'Angelo Henderson. Yeah. yeah. I think they still have – but he's kind of scat back. Malcolm Brown was very good, man. He was their starter for a while, and he's a pretty hefty back. But I think he actually wound up uh, with the Jets. Mm. Don't quote no, me on that. No, no, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so – I'm going to switch on over. We're done with running backs for now. We've been talking yeah, about it. I think it. we covered there's, all the running backs. There's more we could keep going. I say there's more. That's little, ridiculous. Yeah. So we'll move on. We don't have time to cover uh, every we year. We have to move on. Player. We won't move on. A little rookie duo down in Cincinnati. I, I'm, I'm excited to see if Joe Burrow and T. Higgins can do something next season. If Joe Burrow comes back healthy enough as well. Uh because T. Higgins was really came out. I think T. Higgins T. was Higgins doing very awesome. well. I like Higgins. And has a lot of potential to take over that A.J. Green uh, Yeah, I was about to role, say. You know? That, that big boy. Toss it yeah. up to me in the corner of the end zone. I right. got you. No, I, I'm excited, too, for that game because, like you said, T. Higgins has to come in and take over that A.J. Green role. And if Joe Barrow can come back, we know he has talent. <laughs> yeah, you heard that too, Gabe. I was like, all yeah, right, there go. Go. I, I knew I knew I said it. I just figured he's from Cleveland. The power know, right. I would go right over oh. it. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I feel like T. Higgins but, took AJ Green roles, AJ Green's role last year. Well, right, but like, that's is that's he going to step into it? You know, continue to do it like AJ Green yeah. did. Can he get that C on his jersey? Maintain that level of play. Is the excitement for Burrow to see if he comes back and the Bengals try and do something successfully to see if he can come back? You're excited for that? Or to see if he comes back and they decide to use the other quarterbacks instead? Because well, they did better. See, him. here's the thing: is I don't think they're going to. I, don't I think, think they. Going I to think if he underperforms, uh, they will next season. But uh, he's, he's your number first. one overall pick. He can't. Exactly, you're yeah. you're going to use the guy, you know, while you have yet. his contract. You're paying a number one overall pick quarterback who won the Heisman, won a championship. He's done all these, has all these accolades. Yes. You're not going to just bench him year two. You I just can't after an ACL injury too. I wouldn't yeah. put um I can't for abuse me personally. Yeah. For me personally, I don't can't put stick the to the same style play. You gotta go to something else and keep it safe. Yeah. I was That's gonna say I don't I don't put the words excitement for Joe Burrow next season for me personally. No, I was more as, T. Higgins. Yeah, I'm excited for T. Higgins, yeah. Um, but for me, Joe Burrow is definitely like, he's on my watch list like yours, Gabe. And, and it's not necessarily excitement. It's, like, curiosity. Yeah, right. There's so many yeah. questions. Like, is he even going to play this year? Like, will he be all right? You know? Yeah. That's question number one. How his legs do. That's question number one. Nope. And at, once that question is answered, then it's like, okay, now where yep. do we go with Joe Burrow? 
and that's how I, I haven't, feel about it. I haven't heard anything on him. I, I was telling that me to my either. wife. Nice. I'm like, quiet, you man. hear about injuries, and you can always, like they say, Dak Prescott's going to be 100% by April. I said, that means he'll be 100% by August. I haven't heard anything on Jaburo. That's not good. No. In my opinion. Yeah. I mean, so that's like Saquon Barkley. The dude's been out for two years. They're still not talking about him. Is he I, ever coming nope. back? Did you see the video? That's what I, I was telling you all about. I was like, oh, oh man, yeah. That looks, like, he's stretching, but it's like, yeah, yeah, uh, Saquon doing uh, exercises on that comeback grind. And I'm like, dude, go. Yeah, let me check him out. And I'm like, hey, that's really mm-hmm. awesome. That's really awesome that he can stretch like that. But – can he run? His, no, can no. He, can can he, he watch watch can him stretch. Spin. You, you're heartbroken watching him stretch. You're like, oh, damn. Ooh. Like you can see it's tight. You can see Not it's fun, tight. Man. You're like, ah, uh-huh. don't put him back in the game yet. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel <laughs> that, Josh. I'm on that same page of yeah. I'm more just curious to see what yeah what happens to Joe Burrow. What Dude, hap- I, What does he do? Yeah. I think a real problem is is that they rush those athletes like that, man, because it, you they want Joe Burrow, like you said, he's their first overall pick. They're going to use the guy. They didn't get him for half of the season yeah. because of the injury. He might not be ready to go this year, but you know what? As soon as they're like, yeah, you're going to go, he's going to go instead yeah. of sitting him for a whole another year because maybe next year he comes back 110% and is even better, but we might not get to see that happen because he could get put in too early. Because they rush these athletes, because they put so much on them already. Regardless, they've got to go Penasol or Rashawn Slater at what are they picking five overall? Yeah. They've got to get oh. somebody on that line, man. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, but I don't... Even, even for T. Higgins, give the man at least a little bit of time to get open. I don't care who the quarterback is. Right. Speaking yeah, of like, QBs. Oh. Justin, Abe, Herbert. 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 Herbert, for me. Herbert is on my list too, Matt. I like Justin that. Justin Herbert is on my list. Yeah, because we saw him do – we saw him perform well. <laughs> but we, but that was it. You know, we, we jumped on that at the first episode. I personally ragged on it a lot because he never won, you know. But we did talk about how close they were and how we thought that when they start winning – that's just going to start a win streak for them. You know, right. like they're going to become a deadly team in the NFL. And that's why I'm excited for Her- Herbert this upcoming season. <laughs> to catch that win streak. This upcoming season, yeah, I want to see if he's going to catch that win streak. And I want to see if he does it and get a win this year, if it's going to actually start a win streak. Or, you know, we'll see a win once. I'll just and wait and watch just Justin see him Herbert win, win, win every game again, you know. I think my man has a big year. I think he has a big year, too, I think so, too. I like to watch Justin Herbert win MVP. No, 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 no. Here's my thing with Justin Herbert. is It's like he did everything he could to win last year, and it was never enough. So is it like a lack in chemistry that they're going to have next year, or was it just he didn't do enough? Like. I don't think it was a lack of elements, no. Gabe. I mean, they have the weapons. I they think, have the weapons. Chemistry, I, I would say chem- chemistry could be a big one because they have a lot of good, is, is they are great clicking. players, man. Like, their players are good. Their backfield's good. Their well, I mean, like, you had times Herbert would launch good, the ball like. 50 yards to a wide-open receiver, and it would literally go straight through his arms. Like, right, Well, that's, that's the thing is Herbert wasn't supposed to start. From the get go, right, so, so like was that have... chemistry being built? Probably not. You didn't have a you didn't have a preseason. I mean, uh, you didn't have preseason camps and everything being built as once he's the starter. Once so he was a starter, but you didn't I have say... the whole preseason camps. Well, we didn't no. even have a preseason <laughs> for well, them no. to be building right. chemistry. So I'm sure it was all focused on Tyrod Taylor for the most part. But I put it this way: I think chemistry builds as the season goes on. He had a great year. I think next year, my man has a big year. I think the Chargers are in a rebuilding stage chemistry-wise and staff-wise, not as much player-wise. But right. my man Who's has a big coach? year next year. And as a little prediction here, I'm going to say he beats the Broncos twice, he beats the Raiders once, and he beats the Chiefs once, but he doesn't Dude, make the playoffs. I don't I don't know about that Bronco one, man. I like my man Drew Locke. Drew Locke I like is a stud. My prediction. And I like... 
I like Jerry Judy. Uh, Jerry Judy back there, out there too, man. Like, I, I think get Drew Lock for get Jerry Judy. I Lindsay like that is defense. on the Texans. Yeah, yeah. Lindsey's a Texan. I oh, like that right. defense. Melvin Gordon is is Broncos running back. Uh, I, I, I like, I like the defense. I, I see a one and one from a Lock, Lock and, and Herbert. Lock and Herbert next year. But does he one and one the Raiders and one and one the Chiefs? I say he won and won. Justin Herbert goes eight and eight next year. Oh well, oh, well there's going to be different games. He can't go eight games. and eight. He's yeah, going eight and eight and one. Eight. <laughs> Imagine. That'd be awesome. I didn't know I their would... schedule. I can't call their games, but. Well, if... no, but that's his division, and that's why I say he goes. He beats Denver twice. He beats the Raiders once. He beats the Chiefs once, but he doesn't make the playoffs. I, I like see... what you're saying about Denver. I think I Denver, Denver... Can take down the Chiefs and the Raiders. I but say I Denver once. Say Denver once. I say Raiders once. I don't think he beats the Chiefs. Yo, we are I don't know, Matt. They, they were episode. so close to beating hey, the Chiefs. We're going back to this Last episode. Season. Everybody give me a Chargers, a Justin Herbert. If the Chargers <laughs> play the, any of these games without Justin Herbert, all bets are off. But Justin Herbert beats the Chiefs once. He beats the Raiders once. And he beats the Broncos twice. This is from Josh. And he does not make the playoffs. Okay? Who wants to go next? I go uh, Broncos once, Raiders once, Chiefs a big old zero, and uh, no playoffs, no playoffs. Okay, okay. Okay. Ben or Gabe? Gabe? I. <laughs> I like this, dude. I this think he's going to go, I think he's going to go Broncos once, Chiefs once, Raiders twice. Oh, okay. all right. And he does make the playoffs. And he does. Hey, going oh, 10 and seven six. seed, seventh seed playoff. <laughs> uh, I don't. He's gonna make it. I. I that's right. my prediction. Okay. Ten seven or eleven and six, dude. Oh yeah, he's gonna have uh, ten wins. Seventeen all right. games. All right, Ben, what you got? Yeah, I hate doing this before like the draft and, do and before free no, agency. No, you gotta do it right now. I'm bro. gonna this go. Is, this is a Justin Herbert prediction. Hey, we're gonna redo it all after. <laughs> I'm gonna no, go. This one sticks. Broncos once, Raiders twice. <sighs> no Chiefs, no playoffs. Okay. Ah. Uh, so we're all different. That's good. Nice. Okay. That, was, that like was a fun little note before the like <laughs> scream. You know, before, I like that. I like that. <laughs> before the scream, <laughs> before, right? We're almost yeah. to the scream. Don't worry, it's coming. Mm-hmm. Matt's actually going to put it in this week. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> you <laughs> <thought>. <laughs> hey, it was in last week's episode. It's just not a two-week scream. So. <laughs> That's a fair point. That is a fair point. We do record a whole lot. Wow. Uh, another, I'm going to shift to we another QB. Yeah, jump onto another QB real quick, bro. Shift on to another QB. QB. My man, Tua. Ooh. I'm very hey, excited. I, and I'm more, here's, I, I know I've already talked about the Dolphins and Tua. In like I forgot he was a year episodes, QB. But, <laughs> yeah, like, well, because he, he didn't look like it. He was a game manager, you know, and that's not normally what you look for in a – But he uh, was a second-string game manager. That's what was so confusing about Tua. He was great. He just didn't start. Yeah, it was weird, man. That is true. Um, he went three and two. Man, who do you remind you of? He reminded he me started? kind of of uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> <laughs> no, to me, to me he, he, he reminded me exactly what he did at Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. without the run game Alabama had, which is why they didn't win as much. Right. So, I agree. I I am, it, it is exciting to see if he comes but in a little bit more. I mean, they're and loaded they for this draft. Game more. So, Who did, did they're they about to put so many agency? pieces around that man, and I Dude, think that loaded. I think that Miami, within the next two years, is nope. going to be on top of that Just division now. because uh, they are rebuilding uh, perfectly yeah. so far. And I think two is going to be at the helm of it. And I'm just so excited to see that. I think that man's going to blossom in Miami. Okay, 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 okay. okay, okay, okay. Scream of the week's about to hit. Catch you in a moment.
Okay, we're recording. Whoa, long scream. How about that break? That was quite a scream. So Gabe's excited about uh, Josh. Malcolm Brown went to the Dolphins. That's what yeah. I found out of my break. Yeah, so I knew they had got a running back. It was the one you thought went to the Jets. But yeah, they have what, like three first round picks? Yeah, they've got. I think they've got three first round picks. And they just got some extra ones in the third, I think. Like, they're, yeah. the Dolphins are in rebuilding stage, but they're in, like, the perfect situation. Yeah, they're in a good spot for it. They have their quarterback, Tua, who looks promising. He looks like a game manager, which is what they need. And they've got all of these picks to build around him. So I'm just excited to see what they can do. And the future is bright for Miami. Yeah, I feel that. I agree with that completely, too. Yeah. I'm excited for them. I agree. <clears throat> I feel like they're probably going to end up getting, like, Devonta Smith or uh, probably try to get Devonta Smith for Tua to throw to. Some offensive line. They do need a little bit of defensive help because of the players that they weren't able to They retain. don't need – yeah, they don't um, need too much help on the O-line, though. I really don't – yeah. He oh, line's not a big target. You are right. Some, he but, a big target, but uh, Parker played very well last year. Yeah, but yeah, Parker Parker's more of that that big body, and uh, him and Gasicki, they 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 need that, that that speed. You know, they need they need yeah. that. No, they need. That, well, they have. Yeah. They got so much speed, man. Yeah, they, they have that speed. CD Lamb, they don't have right? a playmate. That's that's what I want to talk about. Yeah. Man. CD Lamb. That's what I want to talk about. CD Lamb, man. I want to see because he went 935 yards mm-hmm. with a third string offense. Yeah. He was number two on the team in receiving yards. He, he had, actually had a higher yards per catch than Amari Cooper had, and he had the same amount of touchdowns as him. He had Ben DiNucci, Andy Dalton, Garrett Gilbert. Hey, don't hate on Andy and no, Dalton, bro. No, no, no shade against Andy Dalton, but he had a third-string oh, offensive line blocking for him. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, I want to see what C.D. Lamb does with a healthy offensive line and a healthy Dak a Prescott. Healthy with, a healthy, yeah. with a healthy Cowboy. Yeah, he is one. I am very excited for him. It's fine. Most of the receivers in the draft that I'm yeah, excited the for. Receivers again, you talk about more of them than you could with the running backs. The yeah, receivers are I was about to say we can go on forever with receivers. Last year, man. The name Justin Jefferson, like, Lavisca Chenault. I'm excited for him next year. I have Lavisca Chenault on my uh, on my list too. Gabe, Jags are probably going to take Trevor Fields and. And Lavisca Chenault already made his place there on that roster as one of their as like one of their leading receivers. So come in with a brand new QB that has the chance to put the ball where he needs it to be. I think and a, and a brand new system. Chenault could break out. Right, Trevor Lawrence, the new or head Justin coach. Fields. Right, <laughs> you said Trevor Fields, or did you say Trevor or Fields? You said Trevor or Fields. Me yes, Trevor. So I was like, no, wait but a minute, a, it's Lawrence or Fields. He a new Trevor. QB, a new head coach, and a new system. That's a, a big body receiver that I think yep. can, can do some damage if he's put in the right place. There's too yeah. many. There's so there's many. There's too many receivers, man. It's crazy. <laughs> you like, like I, one that comes to mind for me is Brandon Ayuk. That dude's a oh, monster. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is Justin Jefferson's a monster. Jalen Rieger's a monster. CeeDee Lance, a monster. Like, there is uh, an absurd amount of receivers to talk about. Yeah, I think I said Claypool, right? He didn't. Uh, Uh, Yeah, he did. He did. did? Yeah, it's it's insane, man. That's why, like, I just had to throw CeeDee Lamb out there because personal preferences, he's my favorite out of all of them. But we've already kind of gone over this, right? Well, and I want to see see what he does with with the starting quarterback. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. We we saw Justin Jefferson. Like we saw all these other guys do what they could do, and we just want to see if they can do it again next year. CD Lamb, I don't think we've seen what he can do yet. Yeah. You know? the, yeah. Dallas was not in a position to succeed last year, but I also think that goes to Brandon Ayuk as well. Um, yeah. And, that's true. and as Gabe talked about earlier, T Higgins. Those yeah. are three receivers yeah. out there that didn't really get put in positions to succeed because of. 
and they injuries. still made stuff happen. Yeah, and they and they still made things happen. And yeah, CD and Ayuk and T Higgins to me are on that list of I'm excited for their year twos. Right. Not to say I don't think I think Justin Jefferson might be a blow up player next year, dude. He might. But he was a blow up player this last year. Yeah, exactly. Like his year two could be wild, but he'll be kind of one of those that like if his year two isn't wild, people are either going to be very disappointed and talk down on him to be like, oh yeah, he was just that one hit wonder. Right. Wow. Did um, we all say one hit wonder? But guys yeah. like Ceedee Lamb who kind of flew under the radar just because of Dallas kind of was shit. <laughs> um, with a healthy offense, I think he has an even bigger year, and then he doesn't really fly under the radar, and people realize how good of a rookie year he actually had. Right. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. It's the, it's the T. Higgins effect as well. But the thing about I, I the thing, Brandon Ayuk in that. The thing about C.D. Lamb, too, though, is he's got Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup both right there that the defense has to worry about. He's in the perfect position to succeed with a healthy Dallas offense. Yeah, T. Higgins just lost both of the other weapons. Right, that T. Were out there T. Higgins him. is <laughs> T. Higgins is the target. Tyler Boyd still is out there, man. So it's Boyd, and Boyd's just got Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd is a very underrated receiver, man. He's a very underrated receiver. Hey, I want to shift. I'm gonna stay. In Dallas's division, I'm gonna shift the defense here, and I want to see if y'all know where I'm going. Chase, right? Football team, Washington football team. Chase Young led the team in tackles, 50% of his starting games. 88 tackles, two sacks. This is seventh seventh round pick. Cameron Curl, safety out of Washington. Cameron Curl. Oh, I was. Like, where did he come from, man? Not the stats. I was like, you know what? I've, where actually, did he come from, man? I've actually always been a fan I'll of Cameron Curl, but I'm not gonna lie. I didn't know he was a rookie last year. I thought he was yeah, a player was that either. was drafted like three years ago, and good just one, was never used. So yeah, that's good a good one, shout. Ben. That's a good shout, Cameron Curl. Man, okay, he played more snaps in the box than any other safety. He had 88 tackles, two sacks, three interceptions, and a touchdown. And he led the team in tackles 50% of the games that he started. Yeah. That's incredible for us. They, a they utilized pick him very well. Yeah. They, 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 was, but I, I went back once I was, I was looking and, and researching yeah. these, safe, uh, these, uh, these year two players and I saw his name. I was like, it's not ringing a bell. So I went back and looked, man, his highlight, his highlight film is nasty. Yeah. He's got, <laughs> a no, he's got a nose for the football. He's got a nose for the football and, and for a deep back, getting off the blocks and, and getting in there and make uh, tackles. That, he, he's an impressive player. I like that's that's a steal out of the draft that no one's talking about. Yeah, he's got Matthew good style, vision. Mm-hmm. A very that's tired Matthew style player. Dude, Washington is going to be scary, man. We've oh, talked defense. about Washington so much already. The defense and, is normally. And I'll tell you what, all what four of those teams in that division. I was are, about to say. The all four of them general. are up and coming, rebuilding, and looking like they're going to be deadly. Yeah, because I'm here chanting Chase Young, which is just the obvious choice. <laughs> I was like, this is on my list of players because right. this is the predator. This is the man who went in and <laughs> he's terrifying. had the chance to injure the number one overall pick and did because he's like, I should have been. No, he felt terrible about it. You know, he didn't do it on purpose, but it really, man, we've had that. If I was Cincinnati, I like, I know you need Joe Burrow. You need the QB, but Chase Young was like having LeBron James in the draft. Well, see, that's what I said. It's the Bengals needed a QB so badly. And Joe Burrow was so obviously the best QB in that draft, but Chase Young was so obviously the best player, the best player in that yeah. draft. It was so – I mean, you, nobody can deny that. So it was well, either picking the best player in that draft or the best QB, best which you really need. Yeah. Well, Josh Josh said, you know, Chase Young didn't do it on purpose and he felt terrible, and that's true. And he did do it on purpose. But playing the Bengals, playing the guy that went before him, he had was, something to prove. He was yeah. playing – he was playing just a little yeah. bit harder, and it resulted in Burrow's injury. Dude, so. and, like, he didn't really have, like, a blow-up season, but he definitely had, like, 
a Miles Garrett type of rookie year. Right. You could see, okay, he put up pretty decently average pass rusher numbers, but he's a rookie. Right. And so people out there that look at it as if he didn't have a blow up season because they expected him to be this big deal. You just wait because of the impact he put on that field just by his name and his presence of being there. The better he gets in his maturity, he'll be like Miles Garrett in the right. next couple of years. Yeah, he's that's going a, to be a terrifying pass rush. You can see the sure. development is there. Exactly. He's a rookie player. He's got to come in and figure out the game, you know, figure out how he's going to play compared to how he played the Scottish game. And he'll yeah. be right back to his own self. I mean, it's going to be, right. he's going to be a player well, to watch. If opinion. you watched him this year, like, like you said, he had a solid season. It wasn't what mm-hmm. people wanted from him. Number Seven two and a half pick. sacks, though, man, right. is good. And but three, he was a uh, touchdown with two fumble recoveries. He was very close awesome. to like the ball on all, all those plays, though. Like, even if he didn't get a sack, you could tell that, it, like you said, if he progresses at all, he'll he'll be there. Yeah, <laughs> I say yeah, that's something he pressure. brought from college to the NFL. It's just continuous chase of the football. You know, no matter where it was, he was ten feet right. Well, you got to think about that too. Just like Miles Garrett was, college players have a you know, they got a lot on their plate. They got classes. They're they're limited when it comes to money, lots of them. You know, so now Chase Young's job, and he's getting paid very well to do it, is to be in the perfect shape of his life. So yeah. there will be a lot of development from, from right. here on out, and you can see that it's going to aid him incredibly. He's, he's going to be a scary man to watch. Yes. You yep. come into that defensive lineup as a rookie and lead the team in sacks, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Watch out. All right. Yeah. So another year too. Um the entire Carolina defense. I'm excited. I know, but that's uh, so I mean, there's so many of them to start to have half of your defense starting be rookies. I think they were starting four of them all season and threw in a fifth one halfway through. Like those, those are developmental players, and to have such a young defense coming up, all showing that much potential, I think Carolina's defense is going to be one of the best in the leagues because you've got Jeremy Chen coming in, who Dude. we talked about. Jeremy Chen. Jeremy Chen reminds me of, like, a healthy Derwin James. That's a big man playing safety back there, you know? But yeah, but he's, six, like, three, he's like, long. 6'4", 220. But, yeah, he's very rangy. Very rangy. I feel like we're in the midst of watching a very, like, uh, interesting transition in the NFL because, like, in the NFC side, we've already talked about how you can see the only teams that are really dominant. The rest of the teams are all very young, you know. Everybody that we've talked about is very young, and they're not doing very well, but the teams that are dominant are the – ones that have been for forever, you know, the, the yeah. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers and Drew Brees and the Saints. And they're kind of fading out right now. And it's shifting just like the AFC did with like Mahomes and his and yep. Lamar Jackson in their era. We're going to get like, to see the new, new reign, like a new reign, basically. Right. And we're watching all of these teams build up, trying to become that top team. Dogs. There's, there's a bunch of There's a bunch of teams that are coming up soon. Cleveland has come up, you know, like Cleveland was yeah. a bottom dog. They're a top dog team now. And Kansas City was the same. They're a top dog team now. It's fun it, to it's, watch it end and re- restart. It's fun. And, yeah, everyone we've talked about, Carolina looks like they might become a top dog team because of that defense. Washington is so close to being a top dog team. Like, now the Rams. Dallas, who, even if they they're have healthy. Been, but, yeah, Dallas, even if they have been. But now, like. It's kind of like like Seattle is being pushed down in their division. Look at Arizona. Yeah. Look at look at uh, Los Angeles. The moves that they're making. That pains to see because well, Seattle's right? doing what I like in that division. <laughs> but if you think about it, man, if the I like Lions Arizona. actually get together with what they have, they've got T.J. Hawkinson, they've got Jared Goff down a young QB, they've got a young running back in DeAndre Swift. If they can start to get their stuff together, them and the Vikings are the ones that are kind of moving to the head of that division. Because yeah. the Packers will slowly fade out, and it could be an interesting twist. I just feel like where well, there's, like, movement <laughs> going on right now in the NFC, and it's turning, and the AFC was just a little bit ahead of them. Yeah. 
Um, it's really fun. <laughs> so you were talking earlier about how uh, players are rushed into things. And, yeah. you know, that could have been the issue with Joe Burrow. No, couldn't. One be. player who wasn't rushed into things, Jalen Hurts, who sat the bench all season. And we, we barely – we got to see a little bit of him near the end there. We got just to see a tease, little bit. Yeah. yeah, just a tease, which kind of makes me more excited for him than anybody else we've mentioned because he was just being groomed slowly. Did someone say Mahomes? I don't think he was it, being it was groomed. Patrick Mahomes. Well, uh, no, he wasn't being groomed. He should have been starting, but he, he was drafted as a backup. I just feel like there's been a lot of build up for him. He is a Patrick Mahomes story. That's literally like Yeah. He was Patrick Mahomes was drafted as a backup. He was drafted second round just like But Jaylen Patrick Hurts. Mahomes was drafted to become the starter. I don't think Jalen Hurts was ever drafted to become the starter. I don't, I don't know think why they he planned on starting him. I don't know why he wouldn't be either, but he, they got him in the second round. Mahomes but was drafted, thing. what, 15 overall? He's, no, uh, Mahomes 18, was second round. Yeah. No, no Mahomes was 18, was 18 overall. He was, no, he was in the yeah. top 20. Oh, okay. So he was in the top 20. But he was Word. passed over by multiple other quarterbacks. For well, oh, yeah. Year. Yeah, Trubisky and just bigger colleges. But, I mean, I see it as, like, the very similar to Jalen Hurts that they're both very matured in what they had gone through in college already. They both sat the bench as a rookie quarterback, which isn't something that really happens like it used to anymore. Unless you're and, a late-round pick, yeah. Right. And then you come in and you get to play the last couple of games and your starter was done for and your team was kind of done for. And year two, year two, they need to let that man come back as the starter. They need the to let him play. Finished. That's how Mahomes finished. In year two, Mahomes comes out as a year two player and is – it's an MVP. They they so traded down. They traded down from the sixth to the twelfth pick. They're planning on starting. Uh, but they <laughs> traded down for the sixth to twelfth pick because yeah. they were trying to get the third to get Zach Wilson to start right. over James Jalen Hurts. Which is but they they did They did it. No, no. But so I think now they're like still, okay. to put that thought in their just, mind. Like they might be stupid. <laughs> I think Jalen Hurts could be a game-changing player in the correct Hell system. Yeah, he could. And oh, me I think too. Philadelphia I love the guy. is going to screw him over if they don't give him a chance next season. Yeah, I because if he agree. doesn't get a chance within his first three years, he's not going to get a chance. No, that's, you know, very that's true. a Logan Thomas he'll, he'll situation. Get, yeah, he'll get Tyrod Taylor. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll be that backup for right, every man. team for the rest of his life. That that backup that can start. Yeah, the backup. He's going to start every time they get a new quarterback and they get replaced halfway through the season. Yep. How about Taylor's poor career, man? Just <laughs> the dude has been a starting quarterback for half a season, like for five years. <laughs> I uh, I got I got one as a little game changer. We'll, we'll change some momentum here a little bit, though. When you talk about you think Jalen Hurts could be a game changer, um, man, I gotta give a shout out to a year two right here is Antoine Renfield Jr. Yeah. Well, I mean, he already is a game changer. Yeah, yeah he, exactly, he made it. <laughs> Just watch that man grow into his daddy over the next couple of years. He is going to be incredible. You don't, yeah. You, you don't dog Tyreek Hill the way that he did if you're not a badass. <laughs> uh, he, he dogged everybody like he really did. He came out in his rookie season and was just like, "Yeah, I'm the shit," but and I'm gonna man, take over. In the Super Bowl, like taunting that man because, yeah. like, it was when earlier in the season Tyreek Hill scored on him and he's like waving his finger like this, just yeah, yeah, he's giving peace. And he's like, like I'm out. And then in the Super Bowl, Winfield is just shutting him down. He's 21, 22 years old, and he's in Tyreek Hill's face giving him peace. Like, oh yeah, bro. Like adios. Like, we won the Super Bowl. Uh, that man is terrifying. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm so excited to see Absolute how his career on defense. goes on, man. This is going to be You nuts. think he's going to stay in Tampa Bay for a long time? Yes, I think he oh, becomes think one Tampa of the Bay Tampa Bay legends. I think he becomes a Tampa Bay legend. It's very early to say that, but if next year he comes out and plays the way that he did again, uh, I think he becomes a player in four years that, just like Arizona – made Tyron Matthew highest paid safety. Kansas City right. made Derek Barry the highest paid safety after these rookie contract ended. And and uh, Seattle did it to Earl Thomas, too, back in the day. I think he has potential to be that next game-changing safety that whenever his rookie contract ends, the team doesn't really have much of a choice to make him the new 
standard for what that position is going to yeah. be paid. Yeah. Word. I think he has serious potential to do that. Bump it I up. I can see bit. that. I agree. I could too. Argue. Yeah. Yeah. I, you can't after this season. There's no, no like. I mean, if he continues, yeah, if he continues to play that way, it's just it has to. It has to be done. Yeah, if he, ta- if he tags along with the Bucks for another Super Bowl season playing like he did, then, yeah, he's just going to stay on the rise. Solidified. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Bucks! How Almost weird they- is that, that the Buccaneers are, like, an actual team that we're considering for three? <laughs> we're talking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> could win three Super Bowls in a row. First team to ever do it. And I'm, I would not be surprised. And then Brady would retire and be like, I have 10. I have 10 rings. Yeah, I guess. I, he's like, my fingers are full. Literally. I can't do this anymore. I got to retire. I'm out of fingers. Hey, <laughs> I'm I want to stay. I want to stay. I'm on my way there. That's <laughs> <laughs> almost out of fingers. Hold, hold yeah. that up. Hold that up, Matt. No. It's a little nubby. Oh, hey, cutie. <laughs> I want to stay doing, defense. Oh man! I want to stay defense because I talked gone. about a uh, Bud Dupree moving in our last episode. Yeah, Alex Highsmith for uh, the Steelers. He's the one that's going to be replacing Bud Dupree. He played okay. five games. Played five games last season after Bud Dupree got injured, the sprained ACL or whatever. Yeah, he had thirty tackles, two sacks, an interception in five games as the edge rusher. So he's pretty exciting. He's one that like I didn't really know about either. He's from Charlotte, and uh, I went back and watched his game film, and he's pretty good. He's he's pretty fun to watch. So I'm I'm curious to see, you know this 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 guy had to start a few games when Bud Dupree went down, and he like made the most of it. So I want to see what he does next year. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't watch much of this guy, so I'm. No, I didn't either. Off I'm the actually, off the wagon of this conversation, but I always love defense. So well, he's a big. I mean, he's a 6'4", 245 pound edge rusher. You know, he's he's a Bud Dupree replacement. Word. But uh, he quick, uh-huh. quick man's is he quick? Got some speed on him feet. He's, I mean, he's, he's not. I wouldn't say he's fast. But he is quick. He he's that he seals and he throws and he and he's he's a very high motor player. Agile. Yeah, game. What's up? Um. <laughs> very high motor player. Yeah. You know, like you, yeah. you know, you look for those guys that got just, a good drive. They just engage and, and don't stop until that whistle blows. He's one oh, of yeah. those. He's one of those players. My question is: Is like, do you think that he winds up staying in that starting position, or do you think that the Steelers try and draft somebody to replace Bud Dupree instead? With I, you know, I think the Steelers, round? I think the Steelers let Bud Dupree go because of him. Mm. Bud Dupree went down for five games, and he had to step in for Bud Dupree, and he sliced and he had thirty <laughs> tackles, two sacks, and an interception <laughs> in five games. Awesome. Right, he got he got handed a shot, and he was like, "Okay," and he took Ain't advantage of it, it, you know. Bop. So I think I think I think he's I think he's the reason the Steelers were okay with letting Bud Dupree go. Yeah, okay. I mean, aside from the rest of that defense, we'd love it. So I, I think he can step in and, and, and fill that role. I hope so because I love no names. I've never heard of this guy yeah, in my yeah. life. So I if he comes of- out of nowhere and starts blowing it up and. Uh, that's why yeah, I had to, I had to get him and you know Cameron Curl in there because those are two guys that are just like got I their know. shot and took it you know I love Cameron Curl I know Cameron Curl I'm glad you shouted him out though because he didn't even cross my mind uh yeah we got a lot like of your Matt, teams I feel like Matt was saying something earlier well I was gonna say I kind of I kind of feel like that with Patrick Queen on uh, the Ravens cool. they, yeah. Say, they let Matt. They let Matt Juden go. You know, to the linebacker loss. That's kind of pretty heavy, right there. That's a yeah. hefty and not not even like Patrick Queen and him played the same position on that defense. But I think Patrick Queen having the year that he had last year kind of gave them that little bit of comfortability with letting yeah. him go. You know what I mean? He came in and took right. in that C.J. Mosley role I don't very know. quickly. That yeah, I don't know that he feels. Matthew Jr. Well, that's role, what I said. Jr. is a different linebacker, right. but it doesn't matter. He still puts that 
extra right, strength on your defense that you're like Parsons now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like the Broncos might go for Michael Parsons. <laughs> if you're anybody, you trash back Yeah. But no, dude, Patrick Queen. Parsons. Patrick Queen, man, he um he surprised me. I thought he was way more of a meathead than he turned out to be. <laughs> well, you see, his thing was <laughs> you know, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I I do. His in college, he like Point he really go. didn't do much uh, to he start did the season. Better and, in the NFL than college. Yeah, yes. way better because yes. uh, really the only reason he went in that first round was because of his playoffs. Yeah. Uh, the LSU playoffs. He was on the LSU playoffs. Yeah. What was that? And we're not making fun of the Colts right now, Matt. Okay. Yeah. No. So like, to he really didn't do much until the playoffs in college. And then he comes into the NFL and keeps that play that he had from the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, I was very shocked by it. Very yeah. proud of yeah. him. Did I a great saw job. I was, like I said, a point-and-go type of player. And when he got drafted so early, I was kind of just like, man, he's a tank. He hits like a tank. Yeah, but I would have put him late second, mid-third right. maybe. Right. I'm not near as high as he went. Right? No. I thought that was stupid at Baltimore where they took him that high. But but he, right. I thought they were better. No, I had he a second round grade. He did what Baltimore needed, man. He did his thing, and he still yeah. hit like a tank. He definitely had some very rookie moves at times. But I mean, look at Marcus Williams. He's a rookie. You know, everybody's got a rookie move. So they right they all do. DeAndre Swift. Who was the uh, Henderson? The cornerback, Florida cornerback. Yeah. Or Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah. Walked away after the guy caught the diving yep. catch. And he just stood Dude, up. That's and ran a classic one. That's the best. You see that one. That's my favorite rookie man. move, man. When when re- receivers dive out, we're getting attacked down. The ball on the ground, and they just get up and walk away. They're like, oh, oh, oh fumble, oh, fumble. Okay. <laughs> yeah, great play, I mean, yeah, bad that's play. Another one though that still had a fantastic year though, man. C.J. Henderson is a right beast, dude. Like they were a, a lot lockdown monster. The rookie class this year like showed up and showed out. It was. It was a different breed of rookies in the NFL. It really did. It was wild. Um, yeah. Which is extremely impressive so considering the season they had, like, yeah. with COVID and everything. Yeah. Yeah. You you wouldn't expect much from your rookies who didn't get to go to training camp and, and didn't get to go into meetings. Like, they had Zoom calls like we're doing right now with their quarterbacks and coaches and defensive <laughs> captains, man. Well, so that was kind of the way that I felt about it because I'm really excited for all of these year two players that we talked about purely based on what you just said, Ben. And more year two players that we haven't even gotten to name because there's so many. But the season that they had to do, and in my personal opinion, I didn't really see any immaturity from them. I felt like the entire rookie class was came into the league and the season that they had to deal with, and they were all very mature. I feel like right. they handled it like, handled like it. professionals. All of them, man. And I got to give respect to that entire rookie class for handling it the way that they did. And I think am so excited for next year because of it because you always have like at least one rookie that comes into this and starts acting like he's the Johnny Manziel of the class yeah, the Johnny Manziel. and I didn't really I can't I can't pin anyone in my head right no am man missing, am I missing a rookie that was just like came in here and acted the ass no I think you're right I and I think so. it's because we've really just got a new wave coming in the NFL of like respect almost. Yeah, people are man. just people are just trying to show more respect to everything in the game. And I, I get that. It and teams are looking for that now too, that level of maturity because you know, jackassing around and making a fool of yourself doesn't help in the locker room either. So it doesn't help in the locker room. The media is so prevalent. Players know that to succeed. I mean, look at Deshaun Watson right now. The dude right. causes a little bit of drama saying he doesn't want to play for the Texans, and all of a sudden he's got 14 lawsuits against them from years 20. ago. Oh, yeah. He's, 20. It's 20 building. It's still building. And building, dude. Like, uh, you should have just kept your head down. We don't need to talk about Deshaun Watson too much. No. But players, no. players understand that now. I'm keeping my mouth closed <laughs> on that situation Bless me. there. Yes, you're, you're, you are blessed. Yeah, that, that situation is too sketchy to uh, talk about. Right, we're not, we're not going yeah, no, there, we're but going. I was using it as an example. 
players right, I, players no, understand right. that now that this is this is a job you can get fired like you, you can you, get hurt you can get hurt you need to keep your head down you're not invincible because you got a big chick you know it's a, right. it's a lot more business than you speak to you know like yeah and everybody's watching you got crazy media out there so nobody wants to get blasted on social media for doing some yeah, everyone's watching and everyone's talking like right especially with the year 2020 had man 2020 had so much thrown at everybody and yep. dude i think that those guys handled it like champs i'm like really excited good to year see. for the rookies good yeah, year it, for it, the rookies. i hadn't even thought of i hadn't even thought about that but yeah that was you're correct it was, it was a very a mature year. class they were very, very mature, mature class. class dude it's gonna be dope these guys are gonna bring in like gabe said a next wave of football like we said already that we're in a in a transition there's a new wave yeah. coming in and it's fun to see i they were fun man last year i'm like i respect the hell out of that so I want to see where they go moving forward, and if the next class that comes in to follow will have the same mentality like this. Dude, I think they will, man. I'm so excited for this next class. Honestly, we got. I think right. they will too. You're already yeah, seeing it in this come. next class. You're yeah, already seeing it in this next class. Trevor Lawrence isn't going to the draft. He wants to watch the draft at Clemson with his teammates. Najee Harris drove nine hours yeah. to the pro day he wasn't participating in because his Just flight got canceled his- and he wanted to go support his teammates. I mean, like, you already are seeing the maturity the before they even get there. The character level has been knocked up in the NFL. It's, yeah. Coaches know that in college, too. They're they're whipping these players into shape, you know. They, I got to say that the game. It kind of all went downhill with Odell, you know, getting in a fight with a kicking net and stuff. Like, wow. that's, that was kind of like the, the peak drop, and you just had players acting the fool since then, yeah. and, and it's, starting to, it's starting to come back to well, a lot of it, a lot having of it, a passion too. for the sport. A lot of it, too, is just where we're at over the past couple of years and the stuff that's been going on outside has brought people closer together. And, yeah. yeah. You know, everyone I wants to be there for each other more now. There were so many other prima donnas out there that came in. It's so like oh yeah, there were tons of them. If you look back, if you look back in the day, like especially within about 10 year gap, but even going back then, you've always had your little whiny babies coming out. Right. And we don't have much of those anymore. Which is right. See, another thing is that a lot yeah, of these Michael players Thomas that are coming the last in ones we have to get rid of, right? Like Oh, slant boy. <laughs> this year's this year's rookie class and last year's rookie class. If you watch them in college, you can tell that they're having fun playing the game of football. Like these dances that they're doing in the end zones that are blowing up and everything. Like you can tell the energy from these players is I love this sport and I'm gonna make money playing this sport and I'm gonna be the best at it and I'm gonna have a great time while I do it. And that's an awesome mindset to have all these young guys coming into the organization. They're excited, they're excited for the opportunity to do what they love for the rest of their career. Oh, yeah. right. and, and, and they and, don't want to mess that up. They understand that they right. can mess it up. And they like doing it with their teammates. You don't have any more people right. stab people right. in the neck. You know? Right. I was yeah. about to say, I wonder if that actually causes teams to be able to kind of bring franchises back like they used to. Because you haven't really had like dynasty style franchise class teams in so many years because of how much of a business it is and how much money these players yeah. want. And I'm wondering if these younger generations, because of what Matt just they said. Got they got their guys. Their squads, they got their squads. They got their guys. If, like, someone like, you know, someone like Patrick Mahomes, who's loving his life in Kansas City, making more money than he needs, and these kids are coming on board with him, and they're like, well, we have to re-sign him. And Patrick Mahomes will be like, ah, whatever, I can lose a little money. Let's keep him around. Well, like, like homie. Yeah, it's like, right. the, like the Bucks the right now, man. The Bucks, the, the Tampa yeah. Bucks defense is all, like, they all work, restruct. everybody restructured the, their contracts because not only do they know that they're a Super Bowl to Tom about. Yeah, like, yeah, if, every time he's been together. Always, the Patriots so and the Fox has always been something yeah. around his teams that people will take pay cuts so that they can all stay together. Stay together. And the that's Buccaneers. why my man got so many bling blings, bro. Dude, if, the Buc- <laughs> if he wasn't so old, the Buccaneers could be a dynasty under The Buccaneers are a perfect example of what I was just saying because that defense, the entire defense is so young and so talented, and they're having just a great time playing with each other I mean, because yeah. they were part of those teams that were 
messing around in college, kicking the shit out of everybody they played, you know, but now they're in the NFL and they're still doing it. They're just clowning. Like, oh, yeah, dude. we're playing football, yeah. making money and getting Super Bowl rings. Shaq Barrett and Devin White and Sean Murphy, Murphy Bunting and Antoine Winfield are all under 26 years old. Yeah. Like, they've got a young roster. So awesome. He's ready to tear it up. Vita Vea in the middle. Yeah, you're right. Vita Vea like, is right there, too. Uh, it's, it's exciting, yo. It's exciting. Year yeah. twos. Yeah. Year twos. This, this football but... is going to – this year is going to be good. I'm ready to see you the year twos, man. Hell yeah. That, that's about time, though, I think. Yeah. Yep. Not too be. bad. Wrapping it up. So, where, where are we going next week with this? So we, uh, uh, our, dude, our... I think we're doing a combine review, man. Yeah, I think we're going – Take yeah, a Friday review. Start yeah. a into the future. Dig a little deeper into oh, that yeah. draft. That's going to be fun. Uh, yeah, we, I, got, I love those. I have a favorite player in the draft. Oh, everybody <laughs> does. Yeah. Who did? Find out <laughs> in like three episodes. Ah. <laughs> or maybe oh. before. Three? Wouldn't it just be one? It would be the this? Next I one. feel like it's the next after this episode. It's just the next. We're one. just They'll gonna next, just, next. Give people some next. suspense, man. Like, hey, you're not on. gonna find out Bum, next bum, episode. <laughs> next episode, we're gonna open up, and it'll be wait, the wait. first thing that blurts out. Oh yeah, man. Now Josh's yeah. favorite player it is <laughs> Tiger Woods. You know what? He'll tell what? y'all if y'all go and like and subscribe to us, you know, YouTube, Spotify, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, right. all of it. If you do that, then you'll get to know who his favorite player is. Yeah, I'm going to need like 10 subscribers before next week. That's the only way. Y'all got to throw the like. This is it from What Do We Know. What Do We Know. Oh, almost. We were close. Bye. Love y'all. <laughs> Bye.